couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Chris, where have you been? Did you hear the news? He found nothing in Jay's car. I mean about Sean. Two months of Saturday detention for mouthing off to Radich. So, what about Simpson's computer? What about it? thought that's why he did all this. It was. But now Sean's finally going to pay for what he did to me. Or Snake. What he did to Snake. You lied to Radich. So, everybody knows he's been stealing. Sean's finally getting what he deserves. No, he isn't. Just face it, them. You're not over him. Chris... I'm just wasting my time. line in the opening crawl of the rise of skywalker reads the dead speak now this isn't a galaxy far far away this is narbos and boomheads and despite an unfortunate incident which caused me to live at the bottom of an industrial sized in long treat machine for four months i'm here to say i'm back i got two nuts in my sack i'm ready to lay down to smack in this episode and celebrate afterwards by smoking an eight ball of crack <laughs> oh wow <laughs> you got to quite the to-do list yeah <laughs> Yeah, dying will change a man. <laughs> Narrows and Bromance, everybody. Back, buddy. Thank you. I am a, the very much alive Barry, and I'm here to be your host tonight. And it's great to be back after living in a a goo of ice cream for several months. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's good to be back. And who else do I have here? I think we got pretty much a full house. So I think I will send it over to the man who's gotten a lot of heat for trying to attempt and murder me, but I'm not sure if that's truly the case. He's a man, if you ever need any drill bits, he's the guy to call to get a lend of. This is true. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so let's send it to Ted. Yeah, hey buddy, welcome back. Thanks, I, man. I believed in you the whole time. Yeah. I was on here. See, I made a whole saying? intro about me. You're good. Isn't that good? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It's great. It's fantastic. So welcome back. <laughs> Thank you very and much. All the haters online, everybody's like, you no, kill no. Barry. And I'm like, shut up. You don't know me. I, you know, I so that was, yeah. I, I like to actually thank the Narbos and Broomheads universe for all the nice cards and letters. And I will let them know that I will be sending them a merchandise cal- calendar. Uh-huh. Catalog, I should say. 5% mm-hmm. off the Barry's Long Treat shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yep. 
can't wait. And I want to yeah, thank but- uh, who, whoever left a flaming bag of dog poop on my uh, on my deck. <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> I'm Ted at Sewa3 on the Instagram machine. Let's volley it over. Let's say, let's go all the way down to O-Town. Who's in O-Town tonight? Who isn't here? That's the question. Ooh, that's a good question. Answer all of you. It is a Monday night. Everybody's feeling weird about it. Um, I guess when we release this, it won't be Monday, but uh, things get weird. That's why, people. That's why. Um, yeah. I'm Courtney. I'm here in Ottawa. I am psyched because tomorrow is the first day of school, motherfuckers. Woo! My kids will be out of my house for the first time in, like, two years, I think. It's wow. actually Wednesday here. Is it? Yeah, one one day of grace. Oh, that's not grace. That's no. well, unfortunate. Under day daycare, that's all. Right. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But fingers crossed. Uh everything goes well for the the school year but yeah that's it i will refrain from talking any any about anything else that i'm thinking about right now um including the election (laughs) Mm. yeah bite my tongue so what i will do is tell you that i'm at courtney.1293 on instagram and we are at narbos and broomheads podcast on instagram as well and um yeah, let's let's travel down the 416 to the 401 and oh, see where Alan is. I screwed that up last time. Okay, no, well, I can follow it now. Uh, I, I'm here and I'm wide awake. Everyone else is very sleepy on a Monday night. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's the podcast. <laughs> I like Degrassi. Everyone's so sad that the long weekend is over. That's fine, though. My name's Alan. I'm in Toronto. Slip with five eyes or slip on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com is the email address. I have an email to share. I will leave it till the end. And uh, I was in British Columbia until yesterday, and it is three hours behind. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's all you have to yep. say? Uh, yeah. Y'all jet lagged? Did you um, bring the COVID back with you? Um, we'll see in, you know, 10 to 14 <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I didn't bring it out there, uh, so that was good. There was a very minor COVID scare uh, while I was out there. A person, uh, like a, uh, you know, a, what was it? A contact of a contact of a contact uh, oh. ended up testing positive, but then everybody along the contact line tested negative. So <laughs> it was all good. Yeah, and it was it wasn't anything that was like any immediate trouble, but I was like, oh no, like if everyone's positive, I'm gonna have to stay here for two weeks. Like, but oh, yeah. anyways, it was all good, and here I am back in Toronto, and that's all I have. Oh, somebody at the I went to my cousin's wedding. Somebody at the wedding uh, was a big Degrassi fan and found out that I did a Degrassi podcast, so I pushed it all on them. I'm like, follow us here and. <laughs> Be our new fan. They're like, oh, you want to talk about Degrassi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there. Hopefully, uh, we have a new follower thanks to my work at a wedding. And Way to go. yeah, and now we oh. will head all the way, kind of west <laughs> to Regina. What's going on, Arlo? Well, hi everybody. It's me, Arlo, coming to you from Regina, Saskatchewan. You can follow me on Instagram at a r l o e s c o t t. And I feel like so much has happened since I talked to you guys last. <laughs> 
because it's been a few weeks. Um, so everyone who is still filling out their vaccination bingo cards can mark off that I got my third jab. So Ooh. you're you're the winner of the third jab contest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I, yes. Because I had mixed vaccines, I was able to um, get another dose for um, travel purposes so that I had ones that matched so that if I travel to a location where they don't recognize mixed vaccines, then I will be covered. And uh, that's what's happening in Saskatchewan. Um, the last seven days have the highest rolling case average that has ever been recorded in the province. And we still have no restrictions. Jesus. Because our provincial government is definitely not utterly failing us right now. That's pretty what awesome. What is going on? That's where we're at. What, what was the, the third jab? How did that feel? Like, what was any I side died. effects? Oh, I died, died okay. the next, yeah, the next day, and, like, I think the second jab, I was more violently ill, like, I, okay. I was, I, I was, uh, like, a little bit more severely ill, but the third jab, I, I was still quite ill and was ill for longer. Yikes. Yeah. How lovely. Was it, a uh, Pfizer? Yeah, like, fe- fever, chills, like, no, Moderna. Yeah. Also, Arlo, if you could not use the D word around Barry, he's a bit sensitive to that. You know, <laughs> he is he is very much oh, alive and sorry. I'm super happy. <laughs> so, yeah. Just moving forward. Just moving forward. When I when I went to British Columbia, they were like, oh, last week they put masks back in place. So remember, you're going to have to wear a mask here. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I've been wearing masks for fucking 18 months in Ontario nonstop. Like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, you have to wear a mask again. Get out of my face. Anyways, it was a good trip. It's lifted here, but I would say at least 60 to 75% of people still wear them, which is good. Oh, that's good. I've been seeing a lot of George Street photos, I guess. Yeah, not not many there. Yeah. (laughs) No. I was going to say I didn't see too many there. No, I'm I'm too old to go to George Street still, but uh, anywhere you go, like to Costco's and and anywhere that a a a mid-40-year-old man would go, uh, (laughs) people wear masks. Home Depot. Home Depot. Time, but you know. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Down to the Legion. (laughs) (laughs) Hanging out at the end of the bar. Mountain off at the Legion. (laughs) Way to get a man killed. (laughs) Or at least caught. Yeah, I I don't think I've... I've, I had my second jab. I don't think I've been on since, so I had really no side effects from it, so I wasn't... I didn't feel it going out when they stabbed me with it. I'm not even sure they actually gave me anything. (laughs) I'm like, that's it, really? They put a band-aid over it, there's no blood, there's no mark, there's no nothing, so... Yeah, my, I mean, my husband sneeze. got his third jab at the same time, same brand and everything, and he didn't have nearly as severe symptoms as I did. So I don't know if that means that his immune system is better than mine or worse than yeah. mine. There's any rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about before we jump in? Or No. No. Let's do no, it. No E-word? Okay. Um, no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, this charming man is the name of the episode, the 13th episode of season three. What can, uh, 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 who, Alan, what can you tell us about this song? This charming man. I can tell you, I've never heard of it until today. I heard you didn't like it. No, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, it is by the Smiths. It was released in 1983 on Halloween, probably in the UK. I don't think it was uh, over here. I believe it's their second single and... Yeah, I, I would say that if you're going to get into the Smiths, 
there are other songs that you could listen to. Um, this has one of my least favorite lyrics in music. I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. Ugh. <laughs> nice. uh, Ugh, Morrissey, get out of here. Maz. You pompous motherfucker. Anyways, that's what I have to say about this charming man. Okay. Okay. And what does that song have to do with the title? What does that title have to do with this episode? I'm trying to think. Who's the charming man? Is it, is it Chris? I don't is think it has anything to do with this episode. Is this the show a Smith song in there? Aaron is, is a Smith fan, so he wanted to use that for the title? Probably. He's like, we need some uh, fucking alternative is maybe, rock. Is it like referring maybe to the B plot? Because I can't. Falcone. Like, I can't I, I can't make it make sense with the A plot as to why yeah. they would name it that. Uh, they, they usually don't anyway, so what's the difference? Well. So, this episode was written by A.A. A. Ron Martin. Uh, also, Nicole Demers and Jana uh, Jana Sinyar, directed by Stefan Scaini. No teleplay for this one, so I don't know if the teleplay union people are upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't have a teleplayer. Uh, it aired at some. I didn't look up the air date, so it aired at some point in Canada and a few weeks later in the U.S. But I don't know the exact dates. But December oh, no! <laughs> December tenth in Canada and six oh, months later, June fourth oh, in the months. U.S. Yeah, oh. big okay. gap there. I'm I got so that glad wrong. you had that information ready. <laughs> Alan saved the day. Yep. Saved the podcast. People tune in just for that, I've heard. Yep. When did it air? I'm turning this <laughs> off if you don't tell me. <laughs> Worst podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> you broke my heart, Narboza Bruce. You broke my heart. <laughs> yep. So we start. Class is starting, and Emma is sitting next to Chris. Chris is acting very awkward, looking for something to say. And so what he settles on is English. Did you read that chapter? And Emma replies, chapter two, right? <laughs> my next note was, come on, Aaron, you come up with something better than this. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a teleplay. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> the teleplay is right. Really going to save this one. All this time. Yep. <laughs> they could have saved this one right here. But I guess it's playing that Chris likes Emma and he's trying for something to say. And it's very awkward for me having this conversation. And him liking Emma, he shouldn't do that. So, and. We'll get into re- many reasons why soon, I'm sure. Uh, Chris and Emma uh, smile at one another. Then Armstrong comes in and tells everybody to take their seats. Uh, we see Sean and his girlfriend, Amy. They come in. They sit in the back. And Armstrong asks for a volunteer to solve a math problem. And nobody volunteers, so he asks Emma. Or he, I'm not sure if he just assumed Emma was going to volunteer because he didn't really even turn around. So it seems like something Emma would do. Yes, Mr. Teacher, pick me. <laughs> So uh, Emma goes up to start working on the math problem, and Sean and Amy are in the back, and they're making babies in the back. And one of the babies looked at me. <laughs> Which is a, a Simpsons reference uh-huh. for everybody. Uh-huh. Keeping score on your bingo cards. Uh, Armstrong immediately calls him out, and when you get sent for the office or something like this right off the bat, I wouldn't think the teacher would allow this or just tell him to stop it or cut it out. What does everybody think? I've stop never having sex in my class. <laughs> They were making babies, and one of the babies looked at me, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little much. I mean... I don't think you'd get sent like, out for first offense. Yeah, I guess so. I but think either... if, you, if you continued to canoodle afterwards, that yeah. you would definitely be sent out. Yeah, I, I think... would... Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like, I... I mean, I definitely have never made out with someone in class like that. And I don't even know <laughs> if I've seen that happen before. Yeah. That would have meant that I would have had to have a girlfriend in high school, so. <laughs> Nerd. 
Um, but either way, Emma was not amused by this. And but just remember, Sean is particularly bad. He's a bad yeah. boy. Yeah. So of course, he does that. that. Cleavage was pretty enticing. It was pretty enticing. <laughs> I, like that's a lot of cleavage. You're baking yeah, bread in that top. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So then we uh, we get the credits, whatever it takes. It's a teenage girl. Good job. It's a teenage girl. That's what I was going to say. It's like, oops. Emma, yeah, Emma sits down after this being super upset. And then we see Chris looking at her. And I'm just like, this episode's going to suck. <laughs> yes. Emma has taken personal offense to the fact mm-hmm. that. Sean has decided to interrupt her math question with mm-hmm. his canoodling. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised like a stream of blood didn't come down from the corner of her eye and she just <laughs> as she stared at uh yeah, at the back of the classroom. <laughs> or at least a little couple twitches of one of her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we after credits we go to uh the Nelson home and Emma is doing dishes and Spike comes in to show her Snake's birthday gift. It's a new used laptop to place to replace the one he lost. Emma Aww. asks, wants her to restore his backups. I don't know where the backups are. Where they, I guess they put them on a flash drive before his thing got stolen, or he had him backed up, or he regularly backs them up. Snake would back up his shit, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he seems like a backup. I mean, yeah. he's the computer teacher. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to do things right. Yeah, I guess so. So while perusing the backups, he no, uh, Emma notices a picture of her and Sean. And right, right when she's looking at this, Spike asks her about Chris. Emma calls her and Sean ancient history, Jurassic even, and promptly deletes the picture. So the next day in school, JT and Toby are talking about Sean and Amy making babies in class. Um, and again, this is the next day. So really, really, that's something that probably they would have talked about right afterwards. And that's it. I don't know why they're. Uh, talking about the next day, again, yes. A-Ron. Not only are they talking about it the next day, but JT refers to it as classic. Classic. <laughs> classic, uh, Sean, uh, always fucking in class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> always making them babies. Yeah. Uh, so Emma walks, uh, pops by, talking to him, and all of a sudden they change it and say that Sean's stupid or something really stupid like that. Basically saying that Sean's no good no more because Emma's around. And Emma thanks them, but says she is over Sean, and there's no need to hate him. And Toby says, even though he carries on with Amy like you never existed, and you know that Toby is so happy to twist that knife with Emma. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, needs, he needs to land all the ones he can after the way she screwed him over, right? Yep. So JT asks if he's over him, despite the rumors that he's stealing things at school left and right. Now, what does she expect him to say? Oh, he's stealing stuff. Now I'm into him again. Like, that is not an enticing... <laughs> quality to have <laughs> i just don't like what did they date for like two months is that what happened like and it was ages ago like i it's just I, it, was, I it, was a lot, it, it was a long courtship i yeah. find it really and i i feel like they're kind of like retconning it a little bit like worse i mean i guess it's just the way emma feels that somehow sean did emma dirty in their breakup whereas he didn't really i'm sure he did amy dirty <laughs> oh that's not what you meant sorry how did they break up i don't really even remember i thought it was 
Uh, because because she was never hanging out with him, right? She was always with. Uh, oh right. She was always at home. She couldn't go hang out with him. With Snake, and then she Cancer. wanted to clean the ravine, and he wanted to make out, and she was a prude about it, and then she was a bitch to him. Yeah. And then he didn't want to make up afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Right. Coming back to me. JT then makes the accusation that Sean stole Snake's <laughs> laptop. And Emma says he's not that evil. There's no way he would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is he? Guess we'll guess we'll find out. So we head over to good old B plot time. Uh, we got Jimmy and Hazel taking driver's ed class and talking about parallel parking. Now, is this a course anybody here could have done? Because certainly you couldn't do it at my school. I took driver's um, ed at school. Was oh, that right? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I had the opportunity to take driver's ed, but I did not do that. I highly doubt, Ted, you could have done it, right? I don't think that's a we Newfoundland thing. We did not thing. do this. No. No. Yeah, we just had the booklet, and you went to write the test, and that yeah. was it. Like, you never took driver's ed, ever? Oh, I no. Think, I don't think it's such a thing here. I don't think it was in my school. I don't think that you necessarily needed to take driver's ed in order to take your test, but my school offered driver's ed. There was classroom learning. There were tests that you had to take. And uh, the tests were on bubble paper with options A through D, multiple choice for 40 questions. And I found out very quickly that from seeing the answer key, that the answers in a to tests A and C were the same. <laughs> so, oh, nice. <laughs> so I did very well on test three. <laughs> and, uh, nice. and then there was also uh, in the car. Uh, where you went with some, like, you know, kind of like they were doing in the show. You know, a couple of you and an instructor. No sexy instructor, though. No. No. Uh, no. no, mine wasn't either. We had, like, private driver's ed. Did you guys have that in Newfoundland? Yeah, I did I did private driver's ed. But I did okay. It was, like, young, young drivers. Yes. Of Canada. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. I never did that. No, I did. <laughs> I think it's just they get you because it lowers your insurance or something it, it lowers your insurance another thing too in newfoundland you don't get your license until you're 17 not 16 but if you take this driver's aid course you can get it right on your birthday as opposed to getting your mm -hmm. permit when you're 17 and mm -hmm. don't you have to tape some sign in your back with um novice driver you didn't have to do that when i was when i learned no. how to drive but you do now apparently which yeah. is stupid because it's a big piece of paper blocking <laughs> some of your view. And it's like, novice driver. So now I'm even worse at backing up than I was before. So please watch out for me. Be stupid. It's all, camera, it's all cameras now anyway. Yeah. It's so true. I like how you can just write it on a piece of paper and stick it back there. <laughs> driver said I did. is like, buddy didn't tell me how to park. He showed me how to pass the test. He had all these dots in that in the car. And he says, okay, as soon as you see the red, start cutting the wheel and you see the red dot in the mirror, then you do this and do that. So I knew how to do that, but I didn't know how to park. <laughs> I mean, nice. parallel parking's overrated. Yeah. Did you guys, they had the, like the brake on the passenger side in the car? Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you're doing something wrong, you need brake. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. Um, Jimmy is rocking a Blue Jay shirt from their ugliest uniform era. I don't know about you oh, guys. Yeah. I, I never liked this this era of the Blue Jays uniform. That's a bad logo. Mm hmm Yeah. They, they, did, they did good by going back to the old school logo whenever they did that in their late 2010. Or yeah, their logo. Yeah, yeah. Their uniforms are great now. Yeah, they are. Um, we see Spinner simulating the driving exercise, pretending to have his hands on the wheel, trying to remember the steps, foot on brake, check mirror. So Paige pops by and tickles him. Uh, she doesn't appreciate the spinners not wanting to play her little tickle game. 
And he admits he is nervous about driving and says he was studying and is totally lost. And nobody is surprised by this at all, I don't think. We then says uh, He then says, Miss Gonzalez, the instructor, is Satan, who wouldn't let Sully take the test. Now, who wouldn't let Sully drive? I mean, that, that's just criminal. I don't know if Sully ever makes an actual appearance again or if he's just by name, but I'm glad yeah. that we're still, you yeah. know, mentioning Keep Sully. alive, yeah. yeah. Paige calls Sully a known dork. Now, I don't think a teacher would not test a student because he's a known dork. That doesn't seem like a very... <laughs> can you do that? Hey, <laughs> teaching the dorks. Mrs. Gonzalez is like, Sully, eh? The dork? Mm, no. No test for you. Known dork. It's in my contract. Yeah. Union rules, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no dorks. Yeah. So Spinner assumes he's going to fail and the rest are going to pass. And Paige tells him to take a page from the book of Paige and try lower gear. And I say, hey, Ron, you done it again. <laughs> Sweet bastard. With the pure, puns. Pure gold. Yeah. <laughs> he also calls him, uh, she also calls him Honeybee, which I'm not a big fan of. Now, anybody here like the, the pet names for the, the significant others? No. No, no I'm not. No. no. As time, like as time goes on between these two, there's less and less. There's no chemistry between these two. You go, no, I think yeah. they have a Spike Emma Manny situation. I'm starting to get that vibe that he that Paige is being paid to take care of Spinner because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a crowd of caregiving role because, you know, we know Spinner's I, not that right. I, I mean, I like pet names. Okay. okay. I think so. All right, pumpkin bun. Oh, no. Sounds good. No, well, I, yeah, I, some of them can get obnoxious. I had a boyfriend who used to call me Turkey, and I did not mind that one. Turkey? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cute. I liked it. For a reason, or just like he picked it? Uh, I think I was I was making um, like Thanksgiving dinner for the family, and afterwards I said something along the lines like, was the turkey okay? And he said, you're a turkey. And then he kept on calling me turkey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. Good thing you. Good thing you weren't making like anything with pork, for example. Like, <laughs> whatever, my piggy. Husband, like, <laughs> <laughs> my husband's over the course of the pandemic. My husband's gotten in the habit of like calling me things that are inappropriate. <laughs> like he'll just like come that. downstairs and be like, "What's up, anus face?" And I'll be like, "That is not my fucking name." <laughs> oh. And it's just us, because it's the freaking pandemic. And I keep on being like, dude, you need to get this out of your system. Let me just write some notes here. When we're in public, you cannot call me anus face. Let me just write this down. Arlo, not (laughs) anus face. Great. Got it. I, those are my favorite kinds of pet names. The only ones that I find acceptable. Like rude ones? Really rude, yeah. Fuck stick. What? Butt stick? (laughs) Fuck stick. Oh, fuck stick. Yeah. Eh. I like anus face more. All right. Yeah, I'll remember that's that. Solid. What about you, Barry? Do you have any pet names? No, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that. Long one. treat. <laughs> Long treat, I say. <laughs> Except for the big one. <laughs> Multifunctional. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. It's a noun. So, it's a verb. It's pet so many situ- So many situations. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So we have Emma and Ashley planning the Pollution Solution Meeting. Emma would like to start the meeting with a documentary on pollution in the Great Lakes. So my two things were, how long is this meeting and how long is this documentary? Like, wouldn't, you just, isn't that, wouldn't that be the whole meeting of documentaries, like 30 minutes to an hour? I had a question. Who would go to this? 
<laughs> zero. Yeah. Zero people. people. Like, let's go watch a documentary. Like, we just went through a whole day of school, and now let's watch a documentary about pollution in the Great Lakes. No yeah. thanks. She can't even count on Manny anymore to go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and she's already screwed Toby over, so he's not going to go. I wonder if Vicky Keith uh, would be hosting the documentaries. Nobody remembers Vicky Keith. Who's Vicky <laughs> Keith? Yeah. <laughs> Who is the Vicky girl Keith? who swam across the Great Lakes? We right. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. That is. This is not the first time you've dropped that reference in a nope. in the podcast. She's Cor- a great Canadian. Courtney has Vicky Keith posters in her bedroom. <laughs> I <laughs> do. Dressed up as her for Halloween. <laughs> your favorite celebrity <laughs> talks to her before the podcast. Yeah, Vicky, I'm going in. We're gonna have fun time tonight, and I'm gonna mention you. I'll make sure no one forgets what you did. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's it. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Vicky. All right. Uh, so Ashley goes to put the movie in, but wah wah, no DVD player. So as they realize there's no DVD player, Emma sees Sean and the crew walk by and automatically assumes it was them that stole it. And what does she do? Immediately confronts them. The the realization that there's no DVD player is so goofy. Like they, it's it's almost like Ashley takes the DVD and like inserts it, but then realizes it's just thin air, and it's like, wait a second, <laughs> and it drops. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? What's something's missing? Like, and then she's like, where's the DVD player? And Emma's like. Oh, it's right over. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. There's this picture of a few cords hanging down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, so, Barry, uh, just what would you call this gaggle of teenagers uh, in Newfoundland? What would we describe them as? That's a that's oh, a group of or that's a group a of skeets. Of, that's a bunch <laughs> of skeets right there. That's right. So, if you ever ask what a skeet is, they're skeets. Yeah, like that. The 13th yeah. episode of the third season of Degrassi. Watch that episode and you got your skeets definition. Candy mm-hmm. bandits. Skeets. Yeah, the candy bandits. Every one of them. Absolutely. So Emma goes and confronts them, asks them if they saw the DVD player. And Jay, rightfully so, asks, is this a question or an accusation? Then Emma asks Sean if he saw it. And Sean gives a very unconvincing no. He's like, no. And then leans in Emma and, and says, how dare you accuse me of this? And then he walks off. So the big question I got with this, and it kind of fits into the whole ski thing, what's the deal with the headphones around the neck? Was this a thing? Like wearing the headphones around their neck and not under ears? Because uh, Jay is doing it. Uh, Sean is doing it. You later see Chris doing it. Was, was this a thing? Uh, I see it. I can see it. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think it was a trend. This was the era of the, of the high Cadillac MB3 player with earbuds at this time, wasn't it? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't think know. This is this is kind of. Po- I mean, it's not post earbuds. Like earbuds still exist or whatever. But like, it's. I feel like it's kind of. <sighs> okay, like you know, during like the early '80s, people would just carry around a giant boombox on their shoulder. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then, like progressively, it was like the Walkman, and it was just like cool. Now I can listen to my music and put like earphones in, and no one can hear my music. And like, I don't know if it's like a trend where you guys live now but we've gone back to people like carrying around like mini bluetooth speakers and things and just playing mm-hmm. their music out loud as they walk and it's mm-hmm. like to them that's like brand new 
<laughs> and it's just like we've gone back to like annoying everybody with the big boom box on your shoulder basically just in a different way and i think for like those big headphones it was kind of like that too like it, it was like you know started out with big headphones and then they sort of got a little bit like smaller headphones towards the walkman era then towards discman it was more buds and then around this era, it was just like, oh, cool. Like, it totally immerses my ear in sound, man. And, like, it kind of <laughs> went back to those big headphones. And those became cool amongst, like, music enthusiasts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, those those are back now, too. Um, like, like, Dre. Be- Beats Dre. by Dre. Yeah. So, it, it just... Okay. <laughs> Stay I tuned for. I, I, I've made it quite clear in this podcast many times. So, stay tuned for another episode of forty-year-olds try to figure out what kids do these days. <laughs> <laughs> figure out teens these days. Yeah. Teens in the early two thousands. Yeah. So we now we see Chris randomly beatboxing to nobody as he walks down the hall. Of course. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yep. Emma's all mad, and then she just yeah. hears. <laughs> <laughs> Human beatbox coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so he asks Emma what's wrong, and she has quite the sour puss at her face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Emma responds that she wonders what she ever saw in Sean. And Chris once again refers to him as Slim Shady, which I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, says to forget him and asks her to get a milkshake. This uh, is Emma, a terrible, uh, terrible decision by everybody involved. Yeah, that's right. So Emma well, agrees. Hey, well, go ahead. Can I just say that, like, I, we're led to believe that the Candy Bandits have pilfered the DVD player. Yes. But I feel like it's a much more reasonable assumption that, like, some teacher was just like, oh, I need this DVD player for my class. <laughs> like, took the DVD player to the class. But when you wheel the whole thing, though, wasn't, wasn't like, one of those, like, I back when know. I was in school, they had the, the TV with the, with the VCR on it, and they wheel it into your class. And when you saw but that, then, you knew it. Like, you- the teacher maybe has their own TV or whatever that they prefer, and they're just like, well, my TV, like, my DVD player is not working, so I'm going to take the extra one from the freaking, you know, multi-purpose room and <laughs> hook it up pl- to my TV in my class. I just feel like immediately assuming that it was stolen by your classmates yeah. is a little bit of a stretch. Teachers say, the pollution solution team don't need this. I'm going to use it. (laughs) But like you're saying, Barry, like we had that when we were in class too, and everything was like strapped to that trolley thing. That's fair. You could not not get it off there. No. And it it was a sweet class coming, you know, when you saw that bad boy getting wheeled in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was movie day. The movie day, that's right. Teacher had had too many last night, yeah. (laughs) When my husband was a kid, it was Degrassi that they watched on those days. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how his love of Degrassi began because they play like you know educational show Degrassi. <laughs> they should tell him to listen to our podcast after too. Yeah, yeah. Wheeling uh, now they wheel in the Bluetooth speaker and just blast our podcast. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> yep. So Chris is happy that Emma agreed to the milkshake, and he does some more beatboxing. <laughs> what a joke! Good yeah. God. Can so, I also say that they have done Emma kind of dirty in the wardrobe department? <laughs> these scenes. Is she wearing that that knitted hat and the, the that love shirt? Knitted hat and like a pride so. tank top and like some kind of like puffy gray skirt. Which I know those puffy that puffy material was like popular at the time. I'm aware of that, but just the combination. I'm like I'm surprised that they didn't have Terry in it. <laughs> because she's usually the one that they do dirty, but 
yeah, that that little knitted cap, man. Like I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah it was it was pretty bad. It looks so. like um, a doily. I have noticed that <laughs> your mom would put her kettle on. Her Man's bag that she had yeah. in a previous episode, they've shortened the strap. So it's no longer at her ankles. It's now somewhere around her hip. What is it? A purse? Or... Her purse. Oh, in, okay. Her like boho purse. And like right. in previous episodes, the strap was so long. It was literally <laughs> down to her ankles. <laughs> never and in this before. in this episode, they've tied it so that it's a more reasonable length, which I appreciate. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> I agree. Horrible wardrobe decision. So uh, we go to Jimmy, Spinner, and Paige, who are waiting to start their driving lesson. Uh, Spinner is very nervous. So Jimmy makes a joke about his cousin running over her mother twice because she was nervous about driving. I'm like, that was, hey, Ron, come on, again. Uh-huh. There's better things you can come up with than that. Yeah, that was not a funny joke. No. Oh, yeah, I didn't laugh. So the car pulls up. There's no Gonzalez, but instead this Luke Wilson-looking motherfucker comes out. <laughs> you think he looked uh, like, Wilson? He looked like uh, Luke Wilson? I don't know about you. Uh-huh. I can see he it. Takes out he takes off his glasses and some songs playing in the background, and I get it's in brackets. It's called Where Arlo. Angels Fly by Alex Horvath. Okay. I had, I had in my notes Arlo, question marks. I knew you'd know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where so. Angels Fly, in case you're interested in downloading this track. Oh, okay. Doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paige can barely stand. She's so enamored with this new teacher, whose name is Mr. Falcone. So the guy who plays Mr. Falcone, his name is Jim Thorburn. And he has a really interesting IMDb because following his appearance in Degrassi, he has pretty much made a career of appearing in these like Lifetime Hallmark Christmas movies, like TV Christmas movies. He's been in eight of them since appearing on this episode. He's been on It's Christmas, Carol, The Tree That Saved Christmas. (laughs) Finding Father Christmas, Marrying Father Christmas, Christmas Cookies, A Family for the Holidays, Deliver by Christmas, and Christmas She Wrote. And also, fuck it, fuck it, it's Christmas again. It's a movie. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Even more Christmas. Them fucking movies are the worst. Still more Christmas. That reminds me of the, the year I lived in Edmonton, and I decided to get the Playboy Channel. And <laughs> and and like, the same and the same actor was in every porn. It was like the same dude, know. including one where they they were staying in a haunted mansion, and then this girl went to bed, and then all of a sudden a ghost came out of the sheets, and it was that guy. <laughs> yeah, and then they did it. No, Just so you know. really? nice. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so I wonder if um, Candace Cameron was in any of these Christmas yeah. movies. I mean, She's- probably. In fucking all of them. Yeah, and uh, what's her name? Used to voice uh, Meg on, on Family Guy. What's her name? Uh, Lacey Chabert. Yeah, her. She's in. She's yeah. in all of them too. Oh, yeah. is she? Oh, is she? Um, did she play what's one of the daughters on Roseanne? Or am I thinking? No, no. Party, no, of, party of five. I think. Party of five. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So Paige makes a horrible introduction to Mr. Falcone and fumbling all over her words. So Falcone asks Paige to start driving. Uh, Spinner asks his honeybee if she is nervous, picking up that Paige's change in demeanor. Uh, Paige denies being nervous. And she gets settled in and makes sure her hands are in the proper position. 
And she then proceeds to forget the car is running and she goes to turn the key. And Falcone acts like the car is about to explode because of this. <laughs> he also oh, no, no, no. he also puts her hands on the proper position oh, yeah. on the yeah. steering wheel, which no teacher would do. That's no. a no-no. Yeah. Yep. So I, I took this as a throwback to the time Snake went to pick Michelle up and did the same thing. <laughs> yes. The car was running. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So Falcone says this is grounds for automatic failure if this was a test. Starting the car when it's already running. I don't think you'd fail a driving test for that. That's what he. That's what, according to Luke Wilson. <laughs> so, I wish Wilson. I could do a Luke Wilson impersonation right now. Uh, so anyway, Paige drives off, screeching the tires and driving like shit. And we see that her purse is hanging outside the door. So, <laughs> so she driving drives two seconds, jams on the brakes. And there we go. So we go to the dot. We see Chris crushing the milkshake. He finishes his, and then he wants to drink Emma's as well, with the excuse that he's never tasted strawberry milkshake before. And he's like, give me that. I wish I ordered that. I'm it's, just joking. I, wanna, I, wish, I'm just joking. I, I wish he'd done that. It would have been less awkward than what he really did. Oh, what was he trying to, oh, yeah, it's what just, was he trying to accomplish? They're like, just so the, fucking bad. Like he's This guy is a bad actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they haven't beatboxed so much. Right, yeah. He seems be- like a nice kid, though. He he went on to become like of uh, an accomplished dancer, actually. I'm sure he's perfectly nice. He can't act for shit. Well, that's why he became a dancer. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to act anymore. Aw. Yeah. This Aww. reminds me. This reminds me of a scene from uh, I Think You Should Leave when Buddy wanted to eat all everyone's the guy's food. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see this. Yeah, everyone so, should watch. Shout out to anybody that never watched the Netflix show. I think you should leave. That you should definitely check it out. Hilarious. All right. Duly uh, noted. So uh, Emma won't let him drink his strawberry milkshake. Uh, then we see the gang pop in, and Sean sees uh, Emma and rolls her eyes at him. Chris asks if they should leave, and Emma says, "No, that's fine. They're not ruining this this great milkshake debate. Who's going to drink the milkshake?" <laughs> So Chris decides he got to talk about something, so he asks about the petition. And then we see Jay stuffing his pockets with chocolate bars. So these guys are really bad criminals, so this is what they're doing, like in front Candy of everybody. Mm-hmm. Candy bandits. Yep. So Emma immediately calls him out for stealing, and she'd get the shit beat out of her for this, right? Like Amy or Alex was there as well. Like, wouldn't they just yeah. beat the shit right out of her for this? If it was Tabby in her dips bars or peanut butter, yeah. <laughs> I think she would get the shit kicked out of her. But oh, yeah. these are anyway. a little softer. So the manager finds out, and I guess uh, we, we go to the next scene where Emma and Chris are walking home from their date. Emma asks Chris to Snake's birthday party. That's what happened. Uh, <laughs> long walk, but we got there. Uh, Jay pulls up. He, he wonders why Emma ratted him out. He doesn't think stealing chocolate bars is a big deal. And come on, dude, that is a big deal. You're stealing right from a store. So. Yeah, of course it's not It's bad. But having, you know, having your somebody your age rat you out to manager i'd be just as pissed like i mean sure. if i were to do it i would have done it like after they left i wouldn't do it and confront them right in front of it and if I have to face consequence after but well yeah. emma doesn't do a very good job defending herself either like i don't have a ton of sympathy for thieves you know like i would be unapologetic about it probably like i would just be like look like you stealing things means it raises prices for everybody else so fuck <laughs> you <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Like, do you Give think me- that these things are free? Like, you're stealing from a small business. Is the fucking dot, like, a major chain? No, it's like a small business, and you're going in there and taking fucking money out of this person's pocket. So go fuck yourself. But, like, she really doesn't do a very good job of that. <laughs> but also, like, at that age, would you have gone to the manager and ratted out somebody for stealing? I, I would think, not I have I ratted somebody out. I would have been too scared, for sure. Yeah. 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 They look like skeets. I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be careful. Definitely. Be careful with skeets. So we get uh, Jay, who tells Emma that they're banned from life from the dot. Now, let's see how long this lasts before we see one of them back in the store. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet but now before the end of this ep- or this series that one of them is going to be in the dot again. So we'll see. We'll have to keep note of that. I'll take that bet. It's the game behind the game. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Yep. So, uh, Chris tells Jay to eat somewhere else and stands right up to him. Uh, Jay says it's going to be time to start ruining their fun because they're ruining the gang's fun. And Emma asks if stealing a DVD player is his kind of fun. And Jay has a pretty sweet line. It says, stealing a laptop is way better. (laughs) Which is not a sweet line, I guess, but it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, and then Sean has no fucking poker face. He's like, dude! (laughs) Why would you say that? What the fuck, dude? (laughs) Don't! Don't! (laughs) Don't tell them about the shh! <laughs> yeah, so he's the, he's, he's yeah, the worst poker player in the world is Sean. So uh, uh yes. Jay says if Emma's smart, he'll shut up she'll shut up, and we all know that's not going to happen because it is Emma. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not possible. And again, we so. get a very obvious fade to commercial. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. And we fade back from our Polly Pockets commercial. And it is nighttime. And what, and what, does, and what Polly Pocket say? Look up the whores. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we're now in nighttime. Snake is working on his new laptop because he can't sleep. Emma also cannot sleep. Uh, Snake's laptop, laptop craps out on him again. It reminds me of my computer because it always craps I out. I was going to well. say, this sounds like Barry's story. Yeah, the, cr- the clown pewter. <laughs> So uh, Emma calls it a piece of junk. Uh, Snake needs to need some fine tuning, but it was touched by the jester that uh, that um, Spike gave him the laptop. Which I, you know, fine. sometimes they got money, and sometimes they can't afford a, a piece of shit laptop. I don't understand. I guess well, it depends. Well, this, I mean, he's still working, isn't he? Like, it's two incomes, isn't it? Like, it's like, why is it what Spike can afford to get him? Like, can't they maybe go in together and getting him? Like, he's a computer teacher. You should probably have a fucking laptop. Yeah, you get an in on getting a cheap laptop. I, I don't know. I just didn't. Well, if... I'm wondering. I'm like, remember when we had this talk about the original laptop, and we looked up the price, and it was really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the idea is that she used all her money to I buy mean, that. I mean, she presumably saved for the last laptop, and like, <clears throat> doesn't have money saved up to be able to pay for like a brand yeah. new replacement of the same expensive oh. kind or whatever. I'm but like he's just like, oh, it's all spi- it's all she could afford. And it's like, well, where's your fucking income, dude? Well, I just love how so his other his first laptop was like state of the art. They made a point of saying like this is the greatest laptop, probably a gaming laptop, whatever. <laughs> and now you get a laptop that's so shitty it can't even show a picture on the screen. <laughs> like blue screen of death. Right? Yeah, it's bad. like there are it's not like there are only two extremes. It's like look you want a laptop? You got two choices. <laughs> this one's state of the art. It'll power your home and get you to space. This one can't even show a picture. 
Which one do you want? Error. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Overheating. <laughs> like Archie's jalopy versus Reggie's. I just feel like even a used laptop that's not that great would perform much better than what, what Snake has. Like, if your computer fucking shuts off like that, even if it's used, even at, like after three days, you're returning it and you're getting your money back. Exactly. Do you think not- it's possible that it's like it's kind of a cycle that uh, that the Skeets stole Snake's computer, but Spike bought the crappy computer off of the Skeets? <laughs> and like the whole, you know, the cycle continues, I think. Yeah. The Orosboros. Yeah, the Orosboros of Skeetdom. <laughs> just a thought. Just a thought. Must, must be it. I just appreciate our oldness here and like how much attention and time we're giving to this conversation. I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Recognize. Uh, so anyway, Snake says he's upset he shouldn't have lost his last laptop, and Emma says that he didn't. And Snake wonders what that means. What do you mean by that? Emma She's backs- like, oh, nothing. Yeah, she backs off I'm completely going from it. To what, bed. The f- what, what is this? Like, why? Why lay it? Why lay that out there and be like, nothing? Good night. And Snake's like, <laughs> guess it was nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He completely drops it. Uh, no, yeah. no big deal. Oh. Emma says she's tired. She's going to go take a shower. Now, if I'm tired, I'm not taking a shower. I'm going to bed. But that's what she does. Yeah. She should go roll a dube. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I just had a unrelated uh, observation, and I'm sorry. It is, has nothing to do with anything, but Snake is bald because of chemo, Yes. Yes. He should yes. not still have eyebrows. <laughs> well, hey, Ron. He, sh- he, <laughs> shaved, he shaved his head because he knew that he would be losing his hair through chemo. So I think like the chemo makes your hair patchy. So he has it shaved so you won't notice that it's patchy. So it might not make you lose all of your eyebrows. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure this was discussed at length in the writing room. <laughs> I know, so His eyebrows just really stuck out to me uh, at this scene. They were like, two things we need to remember. One, Snake has eyebrows, even though he's got chemo. Number two, Jay and Sean are banned for life from the dot. <laughs> and we have to stick to that. Somebody, yeah. somebody write this down. Yeah. Let's, let's keep the continuity going. Yeah. So we go to the new school day. Uh, Chris tells Emma that he's a really cool CD for Simpson's birthday. And I wonder what this is. I know what CD it is. Oh, which is it? CD's nuts. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that one. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. the uh, I was thinking it was the Zit Remedy or the Savages, but that that sounds better. Gourmet scum. That's another option. Oh, gourmet scum. Or over. what's it? Fucking kid. Something that they love. Isn't what's it, like, his name? DJ yeah. Bad Bullets or something. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah. Sure. What? Really? Oh yeah. Bad Bullets. Yes. Yes, bad bullets. It was uh, Toby and Drake were trying to have a moment, or Toby was ha- trying to have a moment with, uh, or was that Chris? No, never mind. It was Chris. Well, now I'm racist. Anyways, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> yeah. So hold on, let me write this down. Yeah. Ted, racist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ted is the racist one. Anus face. Anus, anus face. Okay. Don't call <laughs> our little Jay and anus Sean face. Banned from the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Ted. <laughs> Racist. Yeah. <laughs> Emma tells Chris that he got to get the laptop back. Chris says it's long gone, but they should tell Radich if that's probably not all they can do. Emma says they need proof and they need to get Sean. She's showing very vindictive here. Wants to get him. 
Back to the B plot, we see Spinner giving Honeybee shit for stinking up the driving lesson. He actually stole a cone from the course with tire treads on it and started talking to it like, "Oh, your family's you just got killed and all this kind of foolishness." Uh, I wish they should... had those cutouts like they did at the like in the Degrassi High. There are cutouts coming up. Yeah, oh. yeah. Those are, oh, I guess those, that's the that's are... the twenty five percent, Courtney, that you didn't watch. <laughs> that's, that's right. Courtney, <laughs> yeah, time to watch. Um, she should dump him uh, again. Like Spinner has to be a piece of shit always. Yeah. Always. Why do they hang out with him? Why is Drake joking with him? Remember when he stole your shit? Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not a good friend, Spinner. Yep. Uh, Paige tells him to stop, and then class starts, and Hazel says Falcone is quite the looker. Uh, Paige says she never noticed, but Hazel figures out that why Paige stunk up the driving test and is very happy about it for some reason. <laughs> you can't oh. drive because you so horny. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's what she said. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Ron actually did come through that time. Yeah, direct quote. Yeah. So we see Emma going through her locker, and there's an announcement on the PA about the missing DVD player. While going through her books and putting her, whatever she's doing in her locker, a picture of Sean and Emma falls out. And they broke up a long time ago. Like, why the fuck is this still in her locker? Uh-huh. Like, she hasn't moved on or or what? I feel like within like the confines of the show, they dated for like three weeks or something. Why do they have so many pictures together? It's weird. Yeah. It must have been longer than that. I mean, I guess it was. It felt like it was like. Didn't they date over like a summer? I guess so. I mean, in high school and barely in high school, that's an eternity. I guess it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like you celebrate like your two week anniversary in high school. So. (laughs) Um, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, Emma takes the picture, picks it up off the ground when it fell out, and crumples it up. And then she sees Sean and proceeds to follow him. And Sean easily catches on and calls her out on it. Like, like the worst following job in the history of, of <laughs> detective work here. So Sean asks why he's following her, and Emma denies that she was. And he has a box, and he shows that it's full of coveralls. says they're for shop. And there's no DVD player because if they stole it days ago, why would it be in a box him carrying around to school? That's long gone, long sold. That's right. Uh, Sean says he's sorry he hurt her with the breakup, but what he does now with Jay and Amy is none of her business. And this is very true. 100% right. So true. Leave him alone. Yep. So, yeah, I just, I just, Emma just can't do it. So, So we go to. Pays and Hazel joining Jimmy and Spinner for lunch. Spinner makes a joke about wearing a crash helmet. Because Paige is coming by. Paige says anybody can blow their first lesson. And Jimmy comes up with the line of the show. But it didn't. It happened to you. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't anybody blew it. You blew it. (laughs) Paige was like, I wanted to blow it. That's that's right. You're right. Then she winked at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> she had her Zach Morris moment, like yes. breaking the fourth wall. Hazel <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, <laughs> hey, says Paige would have been fine with Gonzalez, and Spinner says he liked Falcone and thought he was a great instructor. And Hazel goes, You're not the only one. And very surprisingly, Spinner doesn't pick up on what's going on here, but Jimmy figures it out and says Falcone is hot. And Spinner decides to call him Marco because he's a homophobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
So uh, at this point, Spinner still hasn't figured out what's going on. Jimmy spells it out for him. Uh, Spinner walks off pissed about it because, and as Paige calls him Honeybee. So all of a sudden now he's quite upset because Paige thinks that Falcone is hot. He's a fucking baby. Like, fuck mm-hmm. Spinner. And, this and whole it, scene yeah, absolutely. is stupid. And this will continue. Like, this fucking goof. No <laughs> one hang out with him. Don't hang out with Spinner. He's yeah. a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed, for sure. This, this makes no this, sense. This whole scene was just so awkward. Um, I Like, it was so obvious, the point that it was trying to get across. And, yeah, I, I just... Like, in this situation, crazy. if you if you found out that someone had a crush on a teacher, you'd be joking about it. You wouldn't be all fucking pissed off. Like, oh, she's going to leave me for, for Luke Wilson. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and Andy and Luke Wilson. This yeah. side plot is so fucking dumb. Oh, my God. Like, and and it's usually you, so good. If you were dating a person <laughs> and they got that jealous over like over that, then you should reevaluate whether you should be dating that person or not. Absolutely. And, folks, we're defending Paige here. So that'll tell like you what she, we really think. She thinks this guy is hot so fucking wet. <laughs> it's like a water park like you start dating someone and you just instantly stop thinking that people are hot like I and I mean this is so unlike like I feel like the old page would have just shred Hazel in this moment and like as if Hazel suddenly gets the balls to to do something like this Um, I mean she is a potster True. That's true. So we, we move on to JT in the media lab playing an NBA game. Chris sits down and JT asks how things are with Emma. Chris says Sean messed her up good. And JT has another another line of the show, yes, I think. Blame Sean for yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah, he says, I wouldn't, want to be the, I wouldn't want to be the next boyfriend. No offense. <laughs> Zing. Which is pretty good. Then he tries a half-court so, shot at the game and misses. Yeah. <laughs> Then he says rebounds suck as he tries to get a rebound from the game. So Aaron, you pulled it off again. Well done. Well done. Well done. Mastercraft. Yeah, um, yeah. You worked the basketball game into the rebound. I thought one of you guys would know what this game was or have some feelings. It's, I don't know. It, it looked like NBA two thousand and two. Like whatever the whatever the EA sports version yeah, of NBA uh, was at two thousand and three or whatever. It's called oh, okay. NBA Jams. Oh, there you go, NBA Jams. Was it NBA Jam? NBA Jam was a two-on-two I, game, I think. No, I don't think it was the NBA Jam because the NBA Jam was definitely like a side scroll. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. That's right. It was the uh, with the fireball dunks and whatnot, but it was off to the side a bit. So I think it was All just right. like the standard. Perhaps NBA my sources game. are incorrect. <laughs> so, so Emma pops in after that well-written AA round line and. Yep. Uh, Talks to Chris about thinks the DVD player is still around and has a plan to get Radish to search. We have to do something, Chris. Yeah, and this this is the moment where Chris should be like, you know what? Like, this isn't going to work. Seriously. Yeah. There is only Zool. Yeah. And (laughs) like, Chris is about to fall into the Starlack pit. Like, don't do it, Chris. Back up, my friend. And and like, what is Chris adding to this? If she can go and tell Radish to go search Jay's car, why does Chris have to be a part of it? He does absolutely nothing. But sit there with her. 
she yeah. is a whirlpool of misery. Emma is like she just pulls people in, and they're like, "But I don't wanna." And she goes, "But you're gonna." It's so <laughs> gross. I think that I he's so supposed to like lives. add like credence to her, to her witness account. Two, two people saw it instead of one. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yes. So we're in Radich's office, and Radich says tips are anonymous, and ask if he can if they can back up the claim. So Chris is about to say something, but Emma immediately cuts him off and says they can. She and a dead eye look. Yeah. <laughs> Radish asks when they saw the crime take place. Chris is about to say they didn't actually see it, but Emma cuts him off and says yesterday around four, which is a blatant lie. So uh, he said she, she said that she saw him loan equipment into his Civic. So what does Radish do with this information? Go straight to the police. <laughs> like, would that be the right course of action? Wouldn't you like do an internal investigation through school instead of calling the police? Uh, I don't I know. Mean, you don't have the authority to search someone's car. So yeah, presumably okay. he thinks that Emma, who's like a star pupil, is a credible witness. I don't know. Didn't he, didn't he suspend her for a week last year? Sure over, did. Yeah. <laughs> She's made it up. Her pollution solution uh, is one one radish over. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are any um, like actual guidelines or rules in this school. Maybe right? like radish is just a stickler for rhymes. It's like pollution solution. <laughs> back my good books, Emma. Well done. Like if a plus plus. If it's a locker search, I'm sure they have authority to do that. But yes, the yeah. car. Mm. I just and don't like, know what Emma thought they were going to. I mean, she's a fucking moron. Like, but like she's talking to Chris about we have to do something. And he's like, well, the laptop is like gone. Like they would have sold it right away. And she's like, but it's not too late for the DVD player. It's like, wasn't that like three days ago? Like, what makes you think that they're holding on to a hot DVD player? That's gone. That's right. And Yeah. It's a school's DVD player. Nobody cares. Move on. <laughs> Well, they're not going to keep it in their car. They're going to go pawn it right after school. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right, right to Trader Joe's with that. <laughs> Trader Joe's is, I think, the uh, the uh, organic grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, right there. No, uh, Trader's. There's no, what's, Trader's here. What, what's, what's that guy? Local pawn shop. No, what's the cash man? The guy. Oh, what's the guy? I'll sell you. The guy in Toronto, the cash man. Oh, he's the cash man. Uh, Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> Kool Aid Man. Oliver Oliver North is that his name? Oliver North. <laughs> what? Or is, what? Is that the foreign guy? <laughs> you mean? No, Noriega. that's like the Contra <laughs> scandal. Yeah, like <laughs> who's old Contra? Russell the, Oliver. Uh, yeah. Russell Oliver. <laughs> his name is uh, Russell whatever. Oliver, not Oliver North, who yes was around Contra in the 1980s. In the Nicaraguan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got half. Yeah. I got half it right the uh we're at the driving uh course and spinner is driving and he's giving falcon all kinds of attitude he says you think you're so good and giving the teacher shit because his girlfriend got a crush on him like this is just ridiculous uh, Paige yeah. tells him to stop and falcon tells him to stop distracting him so don't let, let him give me shit that's all right spinner accuses uh falcon of giving Paige favoritism deborah sees it hit a cut out of a family with a car then he says to Falcone, that's my girlfriend, dude. Uh, Falcone tells him to stop. 
but he hits a bunch of cones and then hits another vehicle, which is conveniently parked on the student course. Now, would another vehicle be parked on the course like this? <laughs> these are student drivers who are not good drivers. I don't know. I was too busy thinking about what a loser spinner is. Yeah, this is just... There's no reason for them to hang out with Spinner at all. Like, it's... There's nothing in the well anymore. There's no reason. He's a dummy. Yeah, this is just, this is just really, really bad. Like, and, what does uh, he really think? Like, Falcone's going to start dating Paige. Mm-hmm. Like, well, a spoiler alert. Well, oh, no, no, no. Don't <laughs> tell me. I've only... Wa- Listen, guys. I've only watched this one, and I watched the holiday... Well, no, not the holiday one. What's the next one? It's like, oh, Accidents. I watched part one and two, so I'm only that far. Just saying. Well, okay. Paige has a penchant for older men. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Rut row. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not going to pan out, is it? Oh, don't don't say anything. We've said yeah. too much. We've said too much. So we go to the cops searching Jay's car. Just the search conveniently happens right in front of the school for everybody to see. Which was uh, I thought was interesting. Yep, everyone's um, standing around gawking. Yeah, you figured he would have at least had some kind of uh, privacy towards it, but no, right in front of the right in the grass, right in the grassy street. Sean uh, sees Emma and immediately figures out that she gave the tip. He starts in on her about being on probation, and Radish pulls up and asks if he has something to say. And Sean proceeds to tell Radish to go to hell. Uh, so Radish says detention on Saturday for the next two months. There's no way teachers giving up their weekends for two months for this. Especially Radich. Yeah. Like he's, you know he's, he's going to make somebody else to do it. Yeah. There's no way any teacher. I mean, I'm not a teacher, but uh, my dad was a teacher and he's not giving up his Saturdays <laughs> to go look at kids that are misbehaving. I've never even heard of Saturday detention before. I don't even know mm-hmm. if that's a thing. It's Wait, you've never club. seen The Breakfast Club? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I meant in... Real in life. real life, yeah. yeah. Well, again, there there may be a reason for Saturday yeah. detentions in a few episodes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, maybe oh. related to the Breakfast Club or uh, <laughs> a, a, a Degrassi take on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, Eminence, I'm uh, sorry, Sean spits at Emma's feet. The whole Degrassi universe applauds. <laughs> and uh, Emma finds Chris and is all happy because Sean has two months' detention. Uh, Chris questions Emma's motives and thought it was about getting Snake's uh, computer. Then Emma says, Sean is finally going to pay for what he did to me. And Chris is Uh-oh. not impressed with that comment. Emma tries to correct herself and say it was for Snake. But again, you can tell that it was all about revenge for Emma because her heart was broken by Sean and his headphones on it around his neck. His unwillingness to put up with her bitchy behavior. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Chris said they lied to Radage, but Emma thinks that's okay because Sean is getting what he deserved. And Chris says, face it, uh, let's face it, you're never getting over him and I'm wasting my time. And he walks off, which is the best decision he made all episode. He should have aimed it right here. Mm-hmm. I would. He should have beatboxed his way off the scene, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> what would, what, what would that would have sounded like, do you think? Oh, I don't know. Sad. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a good rendition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like if it. that's not it, it's pretty close. 
So we had the snake's birthday party. He's 31 at this point. Is that does that math check out? Oh my god! No, he's not. Is he? They'll, they'll take, they had a birthday cake and had 31 written on top of it. Oh, gentle lord. Unless that was the the price they paid for the, the shitty laptop. Well, Emma's what in grade nine now, so she's 14. E- so that would make Spike. Nope, that doesn't work. Be like I, don't think it I, I think Caitlin said she was 29 or something like that in the reunion episode, and she's a year younger than Snake, and it's been more than a couple years. So, and the math we we did the math in the, that first episode, and it also did not line up. No, <laughs> yeah. so we, not we that. know that Spike was either 13 or 14 when Emma was born, and now she is 14. So Spike cannot be older than thirty if you go by biology. So, <laughs> so must be some time travel involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, how hard is I'm it listening. just to get the math right? Like, how hard is that? Uh, they can't be bothered with those details. Aaron's too busy writing those puns. He can't be dealing with that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's right. So Spike had a very elaborate cake. His made a computer there. Oh my God! That was cake. that actually a cake? That was a big old piece of cardboard. It was With some lick the cream out, lick, lick the icing off it. That's right. It was a hundred percent cardboard covered in icing. Yeah. Because if that was cake, that was like thirty pounds of cake. <laughs> magic. Yeah, you're probably right. So who is this guy in the background in the red shirt that's like really interested in snake blowing out the candles? <laughs> Very. The camera is like he's at the center of the screen. It's like, yeah, hey, thanks, man. Okay. First of all, this guy is uncredited, so I have no uh, idea. And second of all, he looks so familiar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I could figure it out. Oh, like how hard would it have been to throw Joey there? Or, or I don't know. Well, I noted, where are Joey and Caitlin? Like, Joey, Caitlin, Snake, and Spike are fucking inseparable, even at Christmas. And yet, yeah. Snake's birthday, no Joey. <laughs> Oh, true. It would mm-hmm. the best would have been if they made pretended that guy was Joey as like <laughs> a fake Joey. I'm <laughs> Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. Joey <laughs> Jeremiah doesn't miss a birthday. <laughs> Put it like a Hawaiian shirt. And be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but wh- whoever this guy is, Snake thanks him, shakes his hand, and thanks him for coming. Uh, then he says to Emma that there's a rumor that her new bow is coming over. Emma says she's not coming because she messed up. And Snake says if he's worth anything, he'll cut you some slack. And that's the wrong thing to say, Snake. She Mm -hmm. does not deserve slack to be cut. No. No. Well, and he should be, you'd think he would be aware of the whole thing, right? Like, there was a fucking search in front of the school with one of the students. And it's like, how did the information get there? Like, you know, he's clueless to anything. And what's the repercussions for... uh, Emma falsely accusing someone of stealing something and getting the police involved. There has to be some mm-hmm. repercussions to that, isn't there? Nah. Oh, hold on. Let me look back at my notes uh, for the episode. Okay. Flipping it through. Repercu- what the hell? Nothing. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, the tips are supposed to be anonymous and you can't like punish someone for giving what you assume is a credible tip. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for Radish to assume that she was lying, right? They yeah. probably just assume, oh, they did. She did see him load equipment into his vehicle. It's just that it's not there anymore. Three days fucking later. This is kind of Radich's fault, I would say. Like, we're gonna get the police involved based on a tip from two ninth graders. 
So yeah, you're probably right. So we head to the dot. Yeah, uh, Paige pops in to see Spinner working. Spinner uh, can't talk. Uh, he says he has to spend his salary for the next ten years to repair the damage for driving class. He says it this to her second- like it's her fucking fault. Yes. It's like, oh, exactly. I have to pay for that fucking car. It's like, well, that was 100% your fault, asswipe. Like, also, it's a car on a driving course for learning drivers. Like, I don't think it's reasonable to make someone pay for the damage that they do when they're learning to drive during a like a driving course. Yeah, maybe yeah. next time don't park a car on the course. But anyway, this second time Spinner had to uh, work off a of debt. First time was the the ants or the the airwigs in the cafeteria. So mm-hmm. it's like he's a loser. That's yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Paige says, "Well, if you can't talk because you're working, I'll pretend to be a customer and orders a club sandwich with a side." And Spinner says, "A falcone." Great. The fuck? Like, She's like, "Yeah, <laughs> put his cock on the plate next to the sandwich." <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a hot dog bun. Does that make sense? <laughs> Anatomically speaking. Yeah, that's right. Mustard all over it. Um, <laughs> uh, she says he can't take the he can't take the order because he's a dish pig. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. I mean, I'm just, this is a why term. you call some Arlo, Can you? Uh, that is an you, accurate uh, term for. A oh, dish it is. Voice. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yes, okay. when you're in the pit. Yep. Oh, in the pit. Okay. Yeah. And it was that's kind of a throwback to didn't JT get him demoted? Yes. And it had something to do with Paige. So, because it sounds like he's sort of throwing shade at her. Sure was. Having oh, okay. having a part in his demotion. Because he Paige. doesn't take responsibility for anything he does because he's a loser. Yeah. Yep. He, like, relentlessly, like, bullied JT. And then JT got payback. When and... Paige is the best one of the couple, that means that the opposite person of the couple <laughs> is really bad. So bad. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so Paige says that you're you're my dish pig, a jealous dish pig. And he says he's only jealous because he cares, which Ugh, Oh, that's ew. the fucking worst that's fucking such line. A bad that's a... lesson to be learned. This is not yes. no. You know who was also flattered. You know who also did things because he cares so much? Scott. Scott! <laughs> mm-hmm. Jealousy is a normal human emotion, but like the idea that you're only jealous because of how much you care and that your partner should have to put up with your bad behavior because of your jealousy is a horrible, horrible lesson for this B plot to end on. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm and she's like, Oh, it's so cute. You just love me. You love me so much. You wrecked a car for me. No. Psychopath. He then yeah. says that he asks if she's mad because he switched them back to Gonzalez's class. So Falcone was there because there was no more room in Gonzalez's class and there was an overflow. So the student class was full. So how can he finally find space for this? And how can he get another student transfer without another student knowing? <sighs> that makes absolutely no and sense. And why does she put up with this? I switched yeah. your teacher because I'm jealous of your teacher because I'm a fucking I idiot. I switched your teacher. Let's psycho. Yeah. Yeah, it and is. The, and the school went along with it, no problem. Oh, you want to switch the class on behalf of their students? Sure, no problem. It's like the wh- class that's already wh- full to begin with. Why sure. do you two 15 year olds want to switch the class? Oh, uh, because uh, my girlfriend wants to fuck the teacher. All right, good reason. <laughs> Jeez, uh, uh, request and granted. Done and done. 
Yes, psychotic jealousy is not cute. Take note, no. Degrassi. Not funny, not cute. Doesn't make sense. Gross. It is yeah. gross. And it's odd because we covered this in the original. So it is weird that they throw it back in there without really correcting it, right? Mm. Like the ghost of Kathleen, even though she's not dead, should have came in this scene. It's Black not page. cute, Paige. We've <laughs> never <laughs> Uh-huh. He hurts you. He doesn't love you. <laughs> I brought two joints from the tampon machine. <laughs> Anybody want to get fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So anyway, that's the end of that shit. <laughs> um, now we go to the next part, which isn't much better. We're at the mall. Emma runs into Chris, listening to some CDs with store-provided headphones. This is probably never going to be a thing again, will it? Post-COVID? Where you can mm, kind of just listen to tracks. They have the, the headphones there. You can sample songs. Oh, yeah. No, Maybe probably not. stores in general aren't going to be a thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. I guess they're, like, they're not already, right? Like, H&B oh. doesn't exist, or does it still? There's record stores around. Rec- records are still a thing. I've had, I've had my vehicle... Uh, new vehicle for probably four months and then I was like oh I should you know burn off some CDs get back in old school stuff and play it when I'm driving and then I was thinking this while I was driving and I looked down and I go there's no CD player in this so yeah there's no tape deck no tape deck no sweet tape deck no four track (laughs) so it was no go Emma says she loves track three so there you go uh, she came to apologize, and here's Emma's way of apologizing. You have great taste in hats. You have a better taste in music. You make me feel fun again, and want I want another chance. So is, is that an apology? I think you should give me another chance. That's what yeah. she said. That is not an apology. What the yeah, fuck does he see in her? Like, <laughs> seriously. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. Well, I guess based on this episode, spoiler alert, going right to the end, the right two people got together. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he promises she promises she'll never talk about Sean again, and asks Chris to come over some birthday cake, and he says that'll be nice, and they embrace, and roll credits. Ugh. And she has no consequences whatsoever for her horrible behavior. Hey, barf. Come have some cardboard cake. <laughs> yep. It's in the shape of a computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say one thing about this episode that makes it less enraging to me <laughs> than some of the Emma episodes in the past where she has had no consequences, um, which is progress. Like during this episode, I feel like we very much are, we're on board with the fact that Emma is behaving poorly she's not like the hero of the episode um in sort of emma episodes in the past it's like you get the feeling that you're supposed to be rooting for emma when she's doing obnoxious things (laughs) whereas in this episode like it's pretty clear that you're not really supposed to be rooting for her it's pretty clear that she's fucking up like she's She's doing a bad thing. She's doing the wrong thing. So even though she has no consequences at the end and really le- learns nothing, <laughs> which is infuriating, it's slightly less infuriating that at least there's that distinction that 
she she's in the wrong in this episode. She's not the hero. I still hate it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's total like lipstick on a pig right there. Like... <laughs> lipstick on the dish pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The B plot is, is Spinner's a piece of shit and Paige put up with it. That's that's the B plot. Like no one suffers yeah. any consequences for bad behavior in this episode. Like your your partner is shitty, but the relationships carry on. Hooray. Yeah. Right. So um yeah, no, I totally agree. And I would I think I've said this before, but I would really love to have a younger person's take on this, like someone who grew up watching this, like we grew up watching the original to see if they have the same hatred towards Emma as we do. Com- comments don't. comments they on definitely the don't. comments on the fandom. Uh <laughs> Someone started writing the lyrics of this charming man. So there's that. Someone wrote Emma and Chris with three heart emojis. I don't think so. Um, what's with Paige and teachers? <laughs> Sorry, Ted. Oh. Uh, oh, let's see what else. This episode is really annoying. It's one of my least favorites. This is the only episode I haven't seen all of it. And another person said it's like my new favorite. Um, so there's like love and hate. But I just, I think most, honestly, most people younger than us who were watching it were probably like i like emma like and you would assume that they did the research like if people really hated emma they would have changed the stories right but yeah that's true yeah that's true and maybe if we watched it at a younger age we would not be as yeah i mean to be fair like my original viewing of degrassi i thought caitlin was the best and in my podcast view of it i said this is a fucking bitch that want nothing to do with it (laughs) yeah It's true. Very good point. Yeah, that's so true. In my in yeah. my conversation at the at the wedding about characters from Degrassi, I, I noted that going into it from Barry's lists, K- Caitlin, the one that we hated the most afterwards, and Luke, the one we liked, who we never thought <laughs> we would. That's so true. Yeah, uh, and Luke, a fucking hero. Yeah. Yeah. Such a hero. If so Luke had stolen that DVD player, no one would have cared because they'd be like, "Fucking Luke's cool." <laughs> <laughs> I wish Luke would steal my DVD player. <laughs> I mean, even I watching this when I was like a 20 year old when it first came out, like, I don't recall having such an intense hatred for Emma. Neither so, did I. I yeah. I, yeah. Um, Barry, do you know what's coming up next week? Uh, next time uh, we have Accidents Will Happen Part 1. Manny's starting to notice things pale, nauseated. Oh. No visits from Aunt Flo. Uh, <laughs> could be that she's 14 and pregnant. It is Degrassi. Of course she is. Uh, Toby wants uh, Jimmy's. Toby wants to be Jimmy's friends again, and he offers to hack into the school computers to change grades. So that's what's coming up. So exciting. Yikes. Um, I have a thing from the Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, I believe last week, Barry, you... Uh, threw down the gauntlet with uh oh yeah <laughs> with some stan action uh who's this tim fallhofer who's that oh, oh there we go who is that uh we've oh, there's actually goodness. two here uh the first one he's calling here's my response the answer i don't know what this is i have not played it here we go <laughs> see what happens dear manny what do you want me to do i broke it off with her at least that's what i told you besides you look like angela That's my little sister. And kissing you would be like kissing her too. Are you surprised by what I did? I'm kind of fucked in the head. 
my dad beat me up, and I almost let a train run me down dead. But let's get one thing straight. You came on to me first. Well, I came too, once in you, and horsey horse too. But you got it worst, because now you're late, and Maury Povich says I might be the mate. So let's take a look, because things are looking a little gray. There's Mitch, Sully, Spinner, or Damien, Ben, or Jay. Jesus, Manny, how many boys did you lay? But that's okay, because the other girl got me a guitar. I named her Ashley. We had fun, but I gotta run. I won't brag. Later. This is Craig. <laughs> yes. I, I had to mute yes. because I was laughing too much. That's, that yeah. Yeah, that's Craig running back to, to Manny. Now, he also said he had basically had another one done. Um, so this one's called Dear Dad. Oh, no. Here we go. Dear Dad, you still ain't called or wrote. I know it's hard. I guess you've had a lot of shifts at the hospital ward. But I miss you, Dad. I wish there was a weed. Goddamn Mum pays my best friend Manny to play with me. But that's cool. I've bloomed. I only ended up in a hotel room, lured by an email, pizza, and Mama Onu, by a middle-aged man who wanted to fondle me. But it's okay. Snake was there to rescue me. You see, he's fucking Mum now, and put a son into her. A good dad. No one-time single-thrust amateur. Remember what they say about girls whose dads are absentee? I sucked a dick in a van down in the ravine for a bracelet and the clap from a guy named Jay. Guess that's the price I pay for unprotected oral foreplay. All these things because I never knew you, Dad. Or maybe it's because I saw Rick shot dead. Sincerely yours, it's your daughter. Don't you remember? This is Emma. What's his band I'm hearing about? <laughs> Wow. Oh, uh, well done. Yeah, I think uh, everyone's putting he, some work in here. He answered well. Well done. So well done, Tim. Uh, if anybody oh. else who is, is not Barry or Tim wants to try their hand at a Stan <laughs> letter at narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com, we'd love to hear it. And I think. Uh, um, in in a couple of weeks, we're gonna we're you know we got a couple of episodes for accidents will happen, but then I think we might be doing in person recording, and Arlo and Tim may be involved. So we'll see what happens. Oh boy. Well, hopefully, if the Delta variant doesn't destroy my full plans, uh-huh. we'll see what happens. <laughs> so I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's Sorry, I was... nobody nobody snags the yeah. pop fly. They're just no... coming in. You gonna get it? No, I'm gonna get it. Midfield, just between the two, lay just right <laughs> on the ground. Well, there's no uh, there's no outdoing what Tim just did there. So that was fantastic, Tim. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. So on behalf of everyone at Narbos and Broomheads crew, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye. There's yeah. a nice sleepover. Check it out. I'm not Bye, dead. Y'all. I just said I'd go get my love I would never do my homework I would stay up late and dream about Kylan I would never get girls out of my house Maybe I would I would walk around and got makeup Just to get the car my dreams Everyone thinks I'm so good at red they had to go Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah